When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G from Sports Entertainment Breakdown. And joining me here today is my usual co-host. He is the vine whip to the Bulbasaur. He is Dougie Fresh. Dougie Man, how you doing? You know, I'm not doing as good as I was about an hour ago when we when I watch these episodes. I'm not going to lie to you. Kind of, kind of, kind of tear jerkers, right? So, yeah. I mean, we're, you know, I'm, I'm excited because, you know, this first, this ep, well, this first, this episode we're doing this week is the first of a trilogy, you know, spoilers, um, <laughs> where, where Ash goes on a bit of a, a catching spree and, oh. Of getting all three starter Pokemon, no spoilers. You know, and we and we are, you know, again a little peek behind the curtain. We're attempting another uh, batch recording. Yes. Um, of course, it's not going to matter to you because you're not going to hear next week until next week, <laughs> which is a very meta sentence. But um, <laughs> so we just watched, or well, I just watched. I don't know how far ahead you are. I just watched episodes ten and eleven. I watched these episodes last week, and I'm hoping my mind is as fresh. Well, luckily, we kind of watch these again as we're reviewing right, the episode. Right. So, which and that's that's something we didn't know, didn't mention off the rip. This is the tenth episode. It is episode and, number ten, and that's you know pretty significant. You know, for a, for a daily show, you know, I mean, it's been yes. ten weeks for y'all, but you know, thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, but but let let's um let's do the fun part of this and well it's all uh, fun. <laughs> well, this next well. part will be fun. Um, so the episode in English is Bulbasaur and the Hil- Hidden Village. Eh. Wow. Okay, Bulbasaur and the Hidden Village. Now, if I'm having a problem saying this in English, just watch me try to say this some bitch in, in Japanese. It is translated as um. Fuji Gidane of the Hidden Village. Now, a bunch of people are probably yelling into their phones or however you're listening to this podcast going, it's pronounced like this. Well, son of a bitch, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that, that's my best. <laughs> Better not be yelling into their phone. They're going to activate fucking Siri or Alexa or something. Oh, for real. <laughs> I, I don't okay. know. What's, what's on the Sam? What's the Samsung voice activated? Oh, the Samsung, it's um Hey Google. Oh, okay. They're 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 integrated with Google. Gotcha. Yes. So it, it, and funny story, and this is it, this is the podcast, everyone. Um we have Alexa's, um, Amazon Alexa's all throughout my house. And um not Humble only brag. What's up? Humble brag. Uh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> so we have the Alexas, and that, not only that, but we have these things called Fire TV Cubes, and those are Alexas as well. So we have basically we, there's an Alexa in each room of this house, and the reason we have that is because we have ring doorbell. You press a doorbell, we can hear it through that, throughout the entire house without having to wire the entire house. Yay. Yay for wireless. Um, so me and my wife, Sensational Steph, have a goddaughter um, whose name is Alexa. So, of course, we talk about her a lot in our house because she's our goddaughter. So every time we talk about her, we have to make sure that all of our Alexas have... <laughs> 
like when we're when we're not using the Alexas, we have a red button that is the mute button because some bitch, if we <laughs> if we get into a real conversation and it has to do about our goddaughter, like all the Alexas are going off. And Alexa pissed me off the other day, and this will tell you when we're recording. I guess um, early last week, um, it was Beyonce's birthday for some odd reason. Um, well, what do you Alexa... mean it was for some reason? She no, was no, 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 no. Let me finish my sentence. <laughs> so for some odd reason, my Alexa it, um, thought it was nice to uh, wake up everybody in the house at like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, with no alarm set, just to say, hey, today is um, Beyonce's birthday. Let, let uh, Why don't you join me in a nice little sing-along? And then all of a sudden, single ladies yes. play throughout my oh, entire I was house. hoping it was single ladies. I was hoping... <laughs> I was hoping for single ladies. I had like <laughs> my fingers were crossed. I, I, it has to be single ladies, right? Because, but but why? Like I didn't ask. Like what? What if you don't like freaking Beyonce? You're not. Like, human. <laughs> but uh, but single ladies played throughout my entire house. So I I wake up. Me and me and sensational Steph are just staring each other down in the bed, like. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I literally have to run, unplug the Alexa, because for some odd reason, the music was playing over my voice, so Alexa didn't hear me. <laughs> so I had to run, unplug. I had to run in my daughter's room. My daughter is now crying in her, eh. I'm like, fuck you, Alexa. And I had to go in her room and unplug the Alexa out of her room. Uh, plug it out of my son's room. My son was like, is it school time? And I was like, not yet. And then he fell back asleep. Luckily, he has no other words. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I did not... So you said it was Beyonce's birthday the other day. So I was like, all right, it has to be within the last couple days. De- I fucking share a birthday with her. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, not, I, I, I... <laughs> I had no fucking clue. So... I had to run throughout the house, and then not only am I unplugging, so I unplugged it from the kitchen, from my son's room, from our bedroom, from our daughter's bedroom, but then I forgot there was one downstairs underneath wow. underneath our bedroom. So I finally go back into our bedroom, and as I get back into bed, all I'm hearing is, oh, the single latest, oh, the single latest. <laughs> and I'm like I, I was like, I unplugged this thing. I was like, where? And then Steph was like, it's in the basement, isn't it? I, I was like, you go unplug it. She's like, I ain't going to unplug it. You unplug it. I was like, son, bitch. <laughs> so I got up, ran downstairs, cold cement floor to come and unplug this thing. By the time I got to it, the song's basically over. But, oh, my gosh. That, that was so pair, Need you a pair of slippers. Oh, I have, I have slippers, but I was just so mad that I ran past my slippers just to go and unplug this thing. I have two slippers, actually. I got well, memory. Well, so do I. <laughs> I got memory foam slippers. I have two as well. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Uh, oh, shut up. <laughs> so that's the funny story of the day. But um, So this is the part of the podcast where I say, because we share a birthday, everybody with the September 4th birthday gets, a, gets an alert and says, if we all get together, we can send Beyonce to everybody. And we do because, you know, she's Queen Bay and, you know, whatever, whatever she wants, she gets. So we all signed a waiver. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) So we all signed a waiver and it says everybody with an Alexa gets single ladies on her birthday. And I don't have an Alexa, so I unfortunately missed out on the fun. Yeah, you have Siri or whatever the Apple version is. Well, it's it's Siri, and then I think it's I think it's like Apple Home is the products. Awesome, but I don't go in for all that. <laughs> so, all right, everybody, but you came to listen to Pokemon. So, um, what we like to do on a weekly basis is we like to tell events that have happened on 
the day that the episode aired. So this episode aired in Japan on June 3rd of 1997, and here in the United States on September 21st, 1998. So we're going to go with the U.S. date, and I'm going to graciously go first on this one, Doug. So, because I I know yours is better. Um, So on this day in 2004, Green Day released their album, American Idiot. Which, Good. of course, had the title track of American Idiot, which was everywhere. Yes, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that damn song. I mean, that was fucking... High school for us. I mean, I mean, <laughs> what it had to be, right? Yeah. Especially for me. I was an American Idiot. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time, Doug. So we're yeah, gonna no, move on. That's another, <laughs> that's another episode. It's... <laughs> so yes, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a great album. You know, American Idiot was the title track. You also had Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Wake Me Up When September Ends. You know, a good fucking good fucking record. So two thousand four. Right. Yeah, this was. This would have been freshman year. Yep, the start of freshman year. Yeah, woohoo! Wow. Actually, actually, this is the start of freshman year because we we went back to school at the end of August, and we're recording this at the beginning of September. <laughs> so this came out right when we were freshmen. Awesome, wow. man, we're old. Jesus <laughs> Christ! So, all right, so that was my day, but we like to give two. So me and Doug pick one apiece. So Doug. Why don't you tell your nice date? So on this date in 1955. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Rocky Marciano had his last title defense against Archie Moore. And he, he won that fight by... Okay, why did it? If you go to the bottom of the table, that should be the end of it, right? No, that's where that's that's the start. <laughs> so he won that fight by knockout in the ninth round, one minute and nineteen seconds in, and that was the la- and he finished his career at a perfect forty nine and zero, forty three of those fights being by knockout, knockout. And, of course, that record stood, I believe, until Mayweather. Yes, Mayweather was the one that that beat it. But I, don't, I, don't, I really don't, and people are going to shit all over me, I don't think Mayweather's is as good as his because Mayweather kind of picks and chooses who he's going to fight. So he knows that he's going to win that damn fight. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly skeptical that some of his fights aren't fixed. Well, especially that last one. Yeah. With, with McGregor. Well, wait, are we counting that? (laughs) Yeah. You got to count that. Cause that's the one that everyone thinks is fixed and just, it it was a good fight. It was, well, well, it was, it was entertaining. It was a fight. Yeah, it was a fight because you had McGregor trying to do UFC moves in a boxing match. I yeah, I'll, I'll remember that fight for well, not like it, not like it was hella memorable, but I just remember poor McGregor was fucking in the deep end real quick. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I did have everyone over to watch that fight. That was yeah, a good and and you were fucking having a hell of a time managing the Showtime app or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It wasn't just me. So No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was absolutely was not. So all right, but okay, so good old Dougie Dougie Doug. Would you like to take a wild guess as to who that Pokemon is for this good old episode of Bulbasaur and the hit? And the Hidden Village. Squirtle. Oh, you're close. You want to you 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 try it again? Oh, shit. If it's not Squirtle, it has to be Charmander. Yes. Ah. No, I'm joking. Wouldn't that be some shit if they just fixed, <laughs> if they switched up the next three? Like that Charmander, 
Charmander and then Squirtle and then Bulbasaur just to fuck I, with people? Yeah, just to mess with us. Like, have this episode be Squirtle, to have the next one be Bulbasaur, and then on the last one have it be Charmander. Yeah. There you go. I had to think about it. That's how I would have done it. So, all right. But yes, the Who's That Pokemon of this episode is indeed Bulbasaur. So let's go ahead and start diving into this episode. And it's a tearjerker, everybody. So grab your tissues. It's a tearjerker, but... Well, and maybe the next episode had a little bit more of an impact just based on the fact of how closely I watched them together. Um, I mean, there was definitely some moments in this one. Yeah. But this well, ep- oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, this one was just kind of, it was sweet more, more than anything when you get down to it. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> so we start this episode as we do every episode with Ash, Pikachu, Misty, and Brock um, walking through a high, walking through high grass um, on their way to the next town, so Ash can go and get his third gym badge. Yes, but they've been walking for, according to the context, they've been walking apparently forever. Yes. Um. And but, but what what's funny about this is because it's an ongoing joke. Um, Ash is saying that they're almost there. And Misty was like, you said that about an hour ago. And they're lost. Right. And, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of got, like, typical, like, male, like, tendencies. Like, oh, don't ask for directions or anything. But then I kind of thought about it. I was like, who would they ask? They're out in this forest by themselves. Well, I, I blame Ash because at the beginning of this episode, Misty was like, we uh, we were on a good road. We were on an actual road, but you wanted to go and take a shortcut, and now we're lost. Right, and Ash doesn't, like, try to back out of it, so, yeah. I, I, <laughs> but, see, it was, it, well, I don't know if they put things to dem- uh, Democratic votes, but... <laughs> well, M- Misty's going off because Misty wants to finally sit down. She wants to rest, and and Ash is like, "Who the, who the hell said we're lost?" And she said, "Well, we are lost because you don't know where we are." And Brock is right there in the middle to kind of mediate these two. It's a kids, kids, you're both awful. <laughs> <laughs> so they, we have the title of the episode at this point. And we go off, and the next scene, we see the three of the three gang sitting on some rocks, trying to map out where they're going to go and find out where the hell they are. Right, and that's when we come across a Pokemon we have yet to see. Oddish. We come across, yeah, Oddish. Uh, not Bulbasaur right away. You you would think if you're watching this for the first time, you would think, oh, this no, we we don't a couple more minutes. <laughs> so yes, Oddish, they, where they sit, there's a little spring of water, and there's a wild Oddish that have walked over and starts um starts licking the water because Oddish doesn't have any hands yet, because um, Oddish well, doesn't get hands until it evolves, right. So, of course, Ash has to um, poke out his good old Pokédex at this point to find out what kind of Pokémon this is. But you want to you know the kicker um, that I, I found out in a future episode? What do you got? So, um, it's funny. So, Gary is out there. Um, fucking everybody. Yeah, just getting all these Pokémon. And he... he strategizes with this Pokemon, but he kept, he's very good at catching Pokemon. So, Ash, on the other hand, Ash um, has seen more Pokemon, but Gary has more Pokemon. And Gary said, and it was on one of the episodes over by the Indigo League, he, he was like, he's like, so you basically take out your Pokedex for every single Pokemon that you um, come across 
as for me, I don't do that. I battle and I go and I catch my Pokemon and I learn about them afterwards. Which, fair is fair is the better strategy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you ha- once you catch them, you have all the time in the world to learn shit about them. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah, that I had not thought about it like that. But um, at this point, um, at, or Misty says that um, she wants to catch this Pokemon, and her rationale is because... It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I paused the episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the house. Me and my dog were sitting there watching, and I paused the episode. I'm talking to the dog. This is how you know. <laughs> I'm like, does this bitch really think just because she's a water Pokemon trainer and because the motherfucker was taking a drink? That Like, no, I, I almost yes. walked away. <laughs> yes, everybody. So Misty is a water Pokemon trainer, but thinks that Oddish is cute. So she thinks that she gets the Pokemon because Oddish is next to water. Next to water. Drinking the water. And Ash is like, well, I saw the damn Pokemon first. <laughs> Again, fair. I almost I almost walked away. I was like, can I just skip this episode? I'll just start Charmander now and come back. Like I was like, that's fucked. Like, and then Misty jumps in front of Ash and sends out her fucking Starmie. Doesn't she have a star you? Didn't we just go over this? Why the fuck does she need to use a Starmie on a damn Oddish? I, I don't know, but I'll tell you what, the Starmie's getting, again, getting the shit end of the stick. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's going to be the, the... That's the gag. Yeah, the gag. So, Starmie does water gun, freaking knocks Oddish the hell out. Yeah, Oddish, Oddish was done pretty much as soon as she threw Starmie out. And... and- Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You can go. I'm, my bad. No, and then, you know, she threw her Pokeball, <laughs> and Wait. all of a sudden, it's just whack. Yeah, that's odd. Well, what the hell happened? And then, <laughs> I see what you did there. I wasn't going to do it. I was like, well, it's right fucking there. Um, <laughs> And then you see a Bulbasaur, and Ash, well, and I love, I, I don't love doing this, but they present them to me so frequently. Ash has a moment where he's like, what the fuck is that? And then it's like he blinks, and then he goes, oh, it's a Bulbasaur. Like, wouldn't you know, like, as much film as he apparently watches, wouldn't he know a Bulbasaur? And of course he pulls out his fucking Pokédex. Yeah, Like, that's one of the starters. Like, yeah, yeah, and he went there and... He originally wanted a Charmander, okay? Right, and we'll cover that again next episode. Yes, so he wanted a Charmander as his starter Pokemon, but his second um, starter Pokemon that he wanted was a fucking Bulbasaur. Like, how the hell do you not know what this damn Pokemon is? Especially those three, like, because... What what was it, the welcome video or whatever? Yes. Yes. Because his mom was like, well, if you're going to stay up, watch this. And, like, I assume that was on, on for at least a half an hour talking about the three. Be- so he would know those without having to bring out his Pokédex and learn some bullshit random fact. Yeah. I'm, it's a nice fact you know, about the bulb on his back. And, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I'd fucking die if Ash was one of those trainers where he's in the middle of an indigo battle and then it's like oh i haven't seen that pokemon and whips out his damn pokedex in the middle of a battle to find out what that pokemon is but but um as as we were saying um this is the part where star me gets the shaft and at this point bulbasaur is pissed defending oddish and goes and tackles the mess out of star me and Misty runs over, and in this freeze frame that I have on my computer right now, I, I always thought that Starmie was like this, like, stiff Pokemon. Like, the, the Pokemon's just stiff, and it doesn't bend or anything besides the head that squirts out the water. Okay, no, this... come on now. Come on. <laughs> 
So Jesus uh, fuck. I I actually didn't do that one. Bullshit. <laughs> so anyway, um, the freeze frame that I'm on right now, <laughs> the dead star me has all of his legs just all sorts of bent and out of shape and just nah. <laughs> Be ashamed of yourself. Um. So then Ash goes well. You're taken care of. I'm going to call out Butterfree, and we're going to get this sorted out. And then Butterfree uses sleep powder or whatever. Forgive me if I don't get the fucking... But that's what it was. Yes. And Bulbasaur is on some, like, A1 gangster shit, because he just says, Habu! And he fucking pulls in a breath and blows it back at Butterfree and knocks Butterfree out with his own damn powder. Like, like just out of nowhere, just takes in a deep breath and just goes, and freaking kills Butterfree. Like Butterfree and Starmie need to stop battling at this point. Like they, they never win. Like Ash, you need to train your Pokemon. Well, and that's, that's what it breaks down to. Right. And I mean, you know, the last couple episodes, we basically had trainers call out Ash for his suspect training methods, and he kind of laughs it off, and you can kind of excuse it as a viewer, because you're like, well, he is fucking 10. But you're 100% right, because especially as Butterfree is concerned, because Butterfree is the final evolutionary stage, like, just by it, virtue of the fact that he had to evolve twice, he should be stronger strong than Strong as at. hell. Like, he had a strong Caterpie. Do we not remember Caterpie being strong as hell when he when he caught it? Right. So, so, it's, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely some lax training methods for old Mr. Ketchum. Exactly. So, at this point... Um, Butterfree is going to sleep and Bulbasaur comes out and just tackles the mess out of Butterfree. Like, why did, why did Bulbasaur have to tackle a sleeping Butterfree? Like, Butterfree is already sleeping and you're defending a Pokemon that's obviously weak. So, I I don't know. That part I didn't get Bulbasaur's rationale for that. Yeah, you you get DQ'd for that shit in MMA. You, You can't be. So... Uh, but he goes and tackles Butterfree, Butterfree, knocks Butterfree out, giving Oddish the go to run away into the bushes. And Ash goes and runs over to his Butterfree, and Bulbasaur and Oddish are now gone. And then Ash throws a hissy fit, which, you know. I almost it, had him. You know, it's a hissy fit, but it's almost, it's it's warranted because... You know, Ash was going for Oddish, and then he pivoted, so he, in the span of, like, five minutes, he could have had two Pokemon, he got nothing. And, and yeah. he's now, now he's got a sleepy Butterfree. You um, know I, I blame Misty. Well, yes and no. Because he, <laughs> he had a fair shot once Bulbasaur dealt with Starmie. No, he he could, I think, I think it should have been a coin flip. I think they both should have thrown Pokeballs at Oddish, and I'm sure one of them would have would have gotten it. Well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> but uh, we we now continue after after Ash's hissy fit. Hissy fit. They go and start walking across a bridge. Now I don't know if I'm you, but Ash and the gang have really bad luck when it comes to bridges in Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, judging by the the nine plus episodes we've watched up to this point. So um, they're walking across the bridge and um, continuing their journey. And the bridge breaks um, on one side. So Ash is now holding on to one side of the rope as the bridge is over some water. Misty is right next to him. And where's Brock? Brock? Bell, right? Brock's, Brock's on the other end, but he falls pretty quickly once the bridge comes loose. Yeah. So at that particular moment, Brock falls we don't into the water. We don't know what the hell happens to Brock. Yeah, Brock's gone. Like the the fucking current takes him real quick. And then 
so we have this moment where Misty's like, Ash, you have to hold on. And it doesn't, it's not looking good. And then all of a sudden we cut and they're on the other side. Yes. So it's like, obviously we weren't supposed to be too concerned. And they're, they're on the other side. So this whole time that they were getting to this other side, did they, were they not really concerned about Brock anymore? Because once they got to the other side, they're like, oh, Brock. And then they go out and start looking for him. Well, I think at that point, it's like, all right, let's us get on some dry land here. And then we can start. Because if they all fell in, it, it wouldn't have mattered where Brock was. Well, they all would have been at the same place. Well, yes. Yeah, so you don't know. <laughs> so, you know. Spoiler alert. But that woman that came by was probably just strong enough to get Brock. I don't think she could have gotten the other two. I know. So... They start going on their adventure again to go and find Brock because Brock's dumb butt fell into some water. I'm joking. Joking, everybody. So as they're walking, Misty falls into a hole that just happened to be there. And then they get um, trapped in a net. Like they, and, and at this point, in my head, I would think, okay, this is a doing of Team Rocket. Right, and I think you'd be fair with that assumption. But for once, it's not. For once. So, <laughs> at this point, they're in, they're in the net, and Bul- and here comes Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur just walks over, sees them in the net, and then just starts backing away and walking away. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker, you're in a net. And then Ash just throws a fit. He's like, I want a battle. Not help me out. Not call somebody for help. He's like, I want a battle. It's like, okay, you're going to battle a Pokemon in a net. Grow exactly. up. <laughs> so no, not, not only is your friend still missing, but you, you want to go and catch a Pokemon while your friend's still missing. <laughs> well, you know, priorities. Yeah, I know. Ten-year-old priorities. Well, right. I, I want those Pokemon. So, and now, at this point, we have good old Jesse and James. Yeah, and they are basically they're scheming on a way they're scheming on a way to get into that village. Yes, that Ash and Misty know nothing about as of yet. Right, so it was kind of an out of context moment because as a viewer, again, you kind of have to put yourself so you're like, what village? Because all, well, all we had for context as a viewer was as they were walking across the bridge, Ash goes, I'll bet you there's Bulbasaur all over this place. Yep. And apparently it's nowhere on any kind of map or anything. Because... So apparently Ash knows something that we or maps don't, which is weird, but again, can't spend too much time on this shit. Yeah, you can't think too much. It's a kid show. Right. <laughs> so, and at this point... It, it seems like it's probably been about an hour or two because Misty and Ash are now sitting comfortably inside of this net. And here comes good old Brock looking dry as a whistle and just lets them loose. He cuts them down and, you know, obviously it hurts because you're you're falling from a, a, a – well, not a – well, yeah, I would say a significant distance. And, I mean, you can see that – Ash and Misty are hurt, but, you know, Pikachu's knocked for a loop. Um, And then that's more introduced to this Pokemon Sanctuary kind of deal. And and he also says that he was rescued by this girl. And then that's when we got the, the flashback of him floating down the river. And this woman, I'm saying woman, but I'm not confident, um, picking him out of the river, which, again, I, I maintain my fact that had all three of them been floating. <laughs> one of them would have been gone. At least one of them. Yes. You know, so, you know, we're kind of introduced to this sanctuary. It's not a Pokemon Center. No, but it's it, it's a nice place um, where Pokemon come to recoup 
um, after being injured out in the wild. Right, and she makes clear that she's not a doctor. She just, she likes to tend to, po- she's a hippie, is what she is. Um, <laughs> Actually, she is. That was my that was my first thought. Like I'm sitting here, and I just out loud again to the dog and nobody else. I hippie, and you know I just moved on with the episode. Um, and <laughs> Brock is smitten with this woman. Yes. Or let's see. Kind of. I'm gonna say woman. But again, I'm not confident because I have to remind myself. I was like, Brock's 15. He is. Right. So Brock is 15, and we don't know how old this girl is, but <clears throat> I mean, well, we can't really call her just girl. Her name is what? Melanie, right? Melanie. I was going to say okay. she did have a name. <laughs> yes. So Melanie, I, I actually. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't really say uh, without doing too much digging. I don't think Melanie has an age, but she has to be older. She well, she has older. to. Well, yeah, I mean, she has to at least be. I mean, she has to at least be Brock's age. I'm, and that's where I'm saying just so I'm comfortable with proceedings. <laughs> um, because <laughs> Brock's kind of a dick here. Um, not, not specifically right here, but a little bit later on, I'm trying to track where I am in the episode. No, no, no problem. So where where I am in the episode, um, they're back at this, um, Pokemon. Okay. I know that's where I, so he is a dick right here because after they kind of get introduced to the rigmarole of the center, Something is said to the point where, like, Brock loves, like, helping Pokemon. And Misty has this crack of, I bet you that's not the only thing Brock loves around here. And he fucking goes redder than a goddamn tomato. (laughs) And at first I thought, is he fucking choking her? But he's got, like, his hand around her mouth. Which isn't yeah. any better, but but Misty Misty cracks this joke just a few times, and Brock is just basically telling her, "Will you shut up?" Like I might have a good thing going, but I've only known her for a half an hour. Shut up. <laughs> she saved my life. I'm indebted to her. Fair point. I didn't think of that. <laughs> so then we cut to Team Rocket. On the same bridge. Yes. Which is not repaired miraculously from Ash and Co.'s adventures. And the other side of the bridge snaps. And then they all fall. And then they all fall. And that's what Ash, Misty, and Brock should have had at the beginning of the episode. Right, but they're the protagonists, so they're okay. Um... But uh, we we do get some man on woman violence. Yes, <laughs> yes this is this is where this is where Brock really goes off the fucking deep end because Misty won't let up with this whole you know you're in love with her thing. He punches her twice in the top of the head. <laughs> and Misty, she's Misty. got this dumb look on her face, <laughs> and he just whap bam twice. <laughs> Just, just, <laughs> just this big old. I, I don't give a fuck. You're gonna shut up and just wax her. I mean, at least he's not like punching her like square in the face, but he's that's a pretty hard. Like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just funny because Misty, Misty, did, how, how did she not get enough the first time when she got the big noogie in the head? Yeah, you it, caught it, me once. Well, I might, I might keep pushing, but <laughs> <laughs> you you are infamous for it because you'll you'll take if your if your line is good enough, you'll take those two punches. Hey, <laughs> sometimes you gotta. It, it, yeah, if it's good enough, I'll I'll take I'll sacrifice. <laughs> but yeah, so then we cut 
to Team Rocket basically having no luck at all. Because they keep falling into holes. But ho- hold that thought, because it's, it's, um, Ash um, got in a dig at Misty for once. So, um, oh, yeah. Brock was talking about how there's a bunch of different traps, like holes and nets <laughs> and stuff around the area. And um, he says that, uh, or Brock says, yeah, there's a lot of holes just dug in the ground to stop people from trying to come over here that are over in the area. And <laughs> Ash goes, yeah, you have to be pretty dumb to fall into one of those. Knowing damn well Misty dropped into one of them as they were trying to find Brock. <laughs> yeah, so Misty just isn't having a good couple of minutes here. <laughs> This is let's let, let's get all the digs in on on Misty that she's been getting in on us the past few episodes. So, well, yeah, that's basically what it was. <laughs> so after we got through with Team Rocket's, you know, montage of hitting every damn trap that's been laid out. Um, yeah, they have, went in the hole. They got in the net. They just had no luck. Yeah, so these traps. Apparently, she had a bunch of these traps because it was. I don't know if it's been revealed. And I just grazed over it because I was trying to move along or if it hasn't been revealed yet. But Melanie set these traps. Yes, she did. She she does it to, to in her head to protect the Pokemon that are around. Right. Because one of the things that was said, I think, after Brock punched Misty the second time was that Brock agreed on the group's behalf that nobody would catch any Pokemon here. Yeah, which is a dick move, Brock, because I don't care. I mean, Pokemon or Pokemon, if one of them wants to come with me, I'm going to catch it. Yeah, I mean, I I understand his idea, you know, kind of where he's coming from. But, you know, don't don't make that agreement for two other people that, you know, weren't there. You know, he does, Brock doesn't speak for the group. He's only been with them. Well, for, I guess since, well, I guess a month now. Yeah, basically, but still. So, then we go, we're back at the sanctuary, and Misty is having a heart-to-heart with the Oddish from earlier. Yes, she really wants this Oddish. She, I think, well, yeah, she does want the Oddish, but I think more than anything, she wanted the Oddish to understand she meant no ill will. But it's like, Miss, from Misty's perspective, this is a wild oddish. Yeah. So it's not like she's, I'm going to take this oddish and I'm going to pluck its leaves off or whatever the fuck. She just, pardon me, she just wanted to catch it. She gets so she gets off um, like emotional and oddish takes his or her leaf because I'm not sure what what it is, but takes takes its leaf and puts it under Misty's eye to to tear away the eye. So, I mean, <laughs> wow, to wipe the eye from the tear. Man, I need to get better before we do our second run. And then Ash comes in, says some one-liner that wasn't necessary, and then Bulbasaur fucking tackles him. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't tackle him. Tackles Misty. Oh, because, right. I, I thought Ash was standing in front of Bulbasaur in that scene. Yeah, so Ash comes over to talk to Misty, and um, Bulbasaur sees Oddish talking to Misty and remembers that Misty tried to catch it just minutes prior, or about an hour prior, and comes over and just headbutts and tackles the mess out of Misty's butt just having her fly and ask this must be a gag on Misty's Misty episode. Cause Ash is just having all the fun, just like getting all the lines in on Misty. <laughs> but, um, so Ash, you know, he's frustrated with the Bulbasaur obviously from earlier. And then, you know, he, from Ash's perspective, this Bulbasaur just took Misty out unprovoked. So he's about, I don't know what he was about to do, but um, Melanie had to step in and been like, look, Bulbasaur's took it upon himself to 
protect these Pokemon. Yeah, basically be the bodyguard here. And he's not a fan of trainers in general, you know, like full stop. Because you could see Bulbasaur was trying to, you know, move Ash, basically move Ash out, which, you know, <laughs> wasn't going to work. And then Team At- Rocket shows up. Yeah. But you 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 did it no justice though, uh, Doug. Um, so when when Bulbasaur actually tried to move Ash out, Bulbasaur literally put his head on Ash's leg, trying to literally push him away, like to get him to go away, because he he does not trust any other trainer besides Melanie. And see, this is where I'm sitting here. If I'm Bulbasaur, fuck, bite him. <laughs> I don't think Melanie would stand for that, though. Well, maybe not, but it would be a hell of a lot more effective than just pushing him with your forehead. Now, you see me, that that would have been bad for me, because even though I wouldn't mean to, my initial uh, thing to do, if I'm getting, if I get bit, like I used to be, uh, I used to walk for basically a living for the company I work for. And I've I've gotten bit by a dog before, and my initial reaction is to fucking kick the son of a bitch, even though I don't want to, but to get it off me, I, I kick. So that Bulbasaur would have gone flying, and me and Bulbasaur wouldn't have been friends. Well, yeah, but it's Ash, so Ash would have taken a bump. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so then Team Rocket pops up with this goddamn floating stadium. Yeah, which Basically. I don't know how they get all this money, but they do. It, it would have this would have been nice if we got a, if we would have got a scene to them getting this shit together. Because in past episodes, we've gotten scenes for them grabbing materials. Yeah, and but, why were they just walking over the bridge if they had? If they this had thing? this. Ex- yes, exactly. <laughs> but, logic. But, but they drop the big ship, and out comes this scrawny little vacuum, which I guess has enough power to basically eat up everything that's over there. Yeah, it was gonna, it was gonna suck up all of the Pokemon. And wouldn't, wouldn't you have thought this with with this big ass ship that the suction thing would have been a little bigger? Like just looking at this. Well, apparently, what it looks like is deceiving because it's it's about ready to suck up this whole sanctuary. Oh, true. Almost house and all. I mean, thankfully the house did. If the house would have moved, I would have fucking I had to quit. I just said I couldn't <laughs> make it through. I got about ten minutes in. I couldn't make it any further. It was too dumb. I moved on. Um, <laughs> so. so Everybody is in in the little hut except for Bulbasaur and Oddish. Bulbasaur has Oddish in its vines strapped to its bulb, and he's having trouble working against the suction. And Ash kind of comes out and does a teamwork push back to the hut, and that's when you can kind of see Bulbasaur go, all right, maybe this motherfucker's not too bad. Yeah, and Bulbasaur, he, he's helping Bulbasaur because Bulbasaur just rescued Oddish because Oddish was the only Pokemon that was light enough that that actually almost got taken away within all of these Pokemon that are over here healing. Which is kind of pathetic. So maybe you're right about the suction power of this vacuum. <laughs> um, unless the others were just that quick to get in that hut, but I don't know. I don't know kid show so once they're back in bulbasaur is gets on the roof and you're, you're right this is weak sauce because he vine whips that th- the hose twice and the hose goes fucking akimbo yeah it, he, he vine whips it and then ash runs outside going you're not gonna have all the fun because i i like battling team rocket and sends out pidgeotto and or pidgeot and, yeah no no pidgeotto, no Pidge- pidgeotto yeah yeah and kicks up a whirlwind and with the force of the suction causes a tornado (laughs) 
<laughs> logic in this episode is ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just had this big suction thing, basically almost tearing down the damn house. And Pidgeotto comes in with a freaking gust attack. And, well, whirlwind attack creates a tornado and sends Team Rocket just flying out. Right. And, wow. that, and, that, and that's them dealt with. Yes. You so know, goddamn. <laughs> six and a half minutes left in the episode. They're gone. They're done. Although the last two last two minutes is pokey rap. So really, you know, four and a half or whatever. Um, so at this point, uh, Melanie is thanking everyone for coming and for thanking everyone for saving the Pokemon. Um, she also does not want anybody to know about the healing center because she doesn't want any more, any poachers to come over there. Right. And at this point, um, Bulbasaur seems to have taken a liking to Ash, but um, actually has, um, I guess, some moral to say, yes, um, I like you and I want to go with you. But I'm not going to just go with you. You're, I, I, I want to battle you um, to show for you to show me respect. Basically. So I had an issue with this, and I'll explain to you why. Why? Okay, and, I, and we understand, because we've basically been with this Bulbasaur for, I don't know, let's say 11 minutes at this point. Okay. We understand that this Bulbasaur is a fighter. Yes. And judging by the Pokédex entry, they are notoriously difficult to capture, you know, so they're already kind of they already kind of have an existing fighting spirit. Yes. And like you said, this Bulbasaur has kind of turned a corner on Ash. But this Bulbasaur's rationale is, I'm not going to go with you. I want you to kick my ass. And then I'll go with and you. And then I'll go with you. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Well, okay. I actually got this a little backwards. So, I mean, yeah, Bulbasaur is willing on going with Ash. But Melanie was the one that offered him up. Well, this is true. Melanie's like, well, Bulbasaur was here to protect, but... You know, this village is too small. The bulb on his back isn't going to be able to grow. He needs to go out and experience the world. And to I become think, stronger. Right, and I think Bulbasaur would be a, a fantastic traveling partner. And Ash was like, boy, would he? And he, he, he gets all happy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God those jeans aren't too tight. Um, but yeah, I just... And I I prefer what happens here with Bulbasaur to what happens with Squirtle a couple episodes from now. Um, what happens with Squirtle is a total, like, throw-your-hands-up moment. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Honor of the Warrior and all that, Ash agrees to the battle. Pikachu and Bulbasaur basically run into each other for a couple minutes. Bulbasaur throws out Vine Whip. It's when Misty has the goddamn line of the episode in the middle of the goddamn battle. After we've seen what Vine Whip can do, <laughs> Misty, as Pikachu's in a Vine Whip burrito, basically, Misty goes, Vine Whip is Bulbasaur's special move. And you, you, you by uh, you, you almost turned the episode off. I, I would have, yeah, I could have quit there if we weren't already basically at the finish line. But it was at this point, freaking Pikachu sends off a really nasty thunder shock because he doesn't know Thunderbolt yet. But so, but he sent off a thunder shock. And how weak does this Bulbasaur have to be, who is a grass Pokemon, to get just fried by this one thunder shock? Now, yeah, well, see, and that's the other thing, and this is where we could um, we could sit here, because it's like, okay, and again, we know both, this Bulbasaur in particular is a fighter and a protector and all that, but Melanie kind of tipped her hand, because she's like, this Bulbasaur hasn't been able to grow 
because this place is too small. So maybe by virtue of only being the, for lack of a better term, the guard dog of the sanctuary, maybe Bulbasaur is all, not all that experienced with bat because we, we know that it doesn't like trainers. No. So that would stand to reason that it doesn't seek out conflict, which would mean that it's not battling on a regular basis. So, so maybe at this particular moment, the Bulbasaur's bark is bigger than its bite. Yeah. And I think so, because it, all it took was one Thundershock. You get the classic shot of Bulbasaur with his vine whip out and then just gets fried. Um, Ash takes his Pokeball, throws it over at the Bulbasaur. And I had a problem with this part, too. They they did the Pokeball really have to go to bloop, 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 bloop? Like, Bulbasaur yeah. was knocked out. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, it's like, that's assumed. But, you know, I guess you can't be changing up the animation this soon. But, but Ash then goes, we did it. We caught a Bulbasaur and does his little peace sign. Didn't have a problem with this as much as I thought I did when I first watched it. Because I didn't remember the battle offhand. And I was like, "How? what the hell are they going to do for four minutes? And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> so. And then um, they're getting ready to leave. And then Brock basically offers to stay with Melanie. So, but yeah. she doesn't really allow it. And, you know, Brock's kind of kind of crestfallen and you know they walk off and this is kind of a weird moment that i did track um at this particular instance bulbasaur is not in a pokeball no he's not he's out walking ash has a thing about letting his pokemon just roam which you know is is fair um you know especially you know from the pokemon's perspective they fucking see pikachu riding on his goddamn backpack yeah so, you know, for, for all these Pokemon, no, Pikachu is just a wild Pikachu that just happened to just jump on Ash's back and Ash doesn't know he's there. Ash has treats in his pocket. <laughs> That's why they get attacked by all these Pokemon. Right. Um, but that that brings us to the end of the episode. Well, we also we Misty got one more dig in. Talking oh. about. What did what did Melanie say when you told her you loved her? And he and he he does the thing again where I swear to God he was choking her. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good episode, Doug. Good, better than I remembered. Not that I thought it was bad. I just I didn't remember how much they packed into that twenty minutes. <laughs> so, all right, well. This was the end of the trilogy that we have going on for these next couple weeks, everybody. Well, no, it was the beginning of the trilogy. The uh, end would be the Squirtle. Oh, but you, you you know what I mean. No, this is the begin. This is the end of the first episode of the trilogy, everybody. I thought I literally thought you were going to say this is the end of the beginning, and I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, this is the end of the beginning of the trilogy, everybody. Christ. <laughs> so, all right. So I don't really have much else to go when it comes to this episode. Do you have any other um, last-minute ties before we head off into the sunset for this week? No, this this one was really good. Um, you know, a lot of, lot of character development. Um, Ash wasn't an asshole. Um, so that's always a plus. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, this is the this is the beginning of a really important three episodes. You're about to stretch. say it too. Shut up. You're about to say it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know nothing about nothing. This, <laughs> this is the beginning of a very important three episode stretch. Um, that's really going to flesh out Ash's team. Um, you want you want to know a fun fact um, right before we we end this episode? 
I would love nothing more. Um, Bulbasaur and Squirtle, still to where I'm at in the episodes right now, have yet to evolve. Just so you know. Yeah. I was I was thinking about that when they were talking about um, Bulbasaur's bulb on his back growing. I was like, okay, so that's how he evolves. Yep. But that's, yeah. Hmm. I know. Food for thought. Well, and, you know, we'll get, I don't want to get too far into, you know, not only the next episode, but a good far bit down the line. Um, but there's a, there's some circumstances why a certain Pokemon evolves, which I would imagine wouldn't be normal. Yeah. But again, that's that's not only spoilers for the next episode, but that's that's a good chunk down. Yeah, it is. So, so good as place as any to end it. All right. Well, say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And everybody, this is Wrestling Chris G. Thanking all of you for listening to this episode, and make sure to tune in next week for part two of the trilogy. Charmander the Stray Pokemon or as it's translated in Japanese, the Stray Pokemon Hitokage I think that's how you say it but other than that have a good night everybody see you next week